Hello, folks. This is another bonus. I hope that you enjoyed the first part, even though there were some things that we didn't get into it deeply in the other particular. Um, how should we say this? In the other particular things that are concerning this particular um, specials that we are doing. Uh, I just want to remind you that the next special will, that is coming up will take place on the February 9th. That will be February 9th. It will be uploaded. I will at least have some of it done by the middle of this week. It will be two parts. That's Teachable Moments 28 and 29. And then it will be teacher, and then it will be a bonus concerning uh, a quote done by Donovan Sharp and what it means in the focus of this particular specials, as it were. I want to talk about GameStop. I want to talk about BlackBerry. I want to talk about certain other things as well, which pretty much connects this whole thread together into the reasons why we are here today with these hedge funds and these short stocks and what have you. One of the major reasons why we are here is because of the way Dodd-Frank from the original 20, 2008 economic crash was supposed to prevent. They weren't in the law, the hedge funds. And so the only thing Wall Street could do outside of the things they used to do without the whole thing concerning with housing and the rest of it, making bets on housing, which is somewhat related to trying to get African-American um, homeowners into uh, uh, from turning them from renters to homeowners. But the fundamental thing and the mistake, and ultimately it was blatant in the end of the analysis, what sent African American, what sent this cold country into a tizzy in 2008 was that they tried to do home ownership for African Americans and Latinos. The Latinos had a little bit more money. The African-Americans did not have enough. And they tried to front run it with Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Sally Mae with the student loans. And they tried to front run them the saying, you can have this certain amount of money and you can get this house as long as you pay for it. The government will take care of some, others will take care of others. Don't worry about it. You got the house. But there was going to be a point in that particular instance that, yes, they tried to then move it towards, how should we say this, reverse mortgages, the whole nine yards. Okay, 
so when they became insolvent, they became insolvent because the credit line started to collapse, basically. This thing could have gone on for a lot longer than it needed to be, but the credit line started to collapse around 20, 2007. And then they made a play, and some of those hedge funds and other entities as well, they figured out they couldn't pay these bills. Because basically, they couldn't pay these bills because a lot of these African-American, they, they were students. Some of them basically were the first ones to get there, uh, were the first ones to own a home. And for whatever reason, their company started to fire them. Or, or it was um, something dealing with the way they handled um, other particular entities, such as outsourcing and the rest of the whole thing that took place. Something, certain things had to be set up in order for them to say, okay, let's have these people who never had a home or we're getting rid of the homes like uh, Robert Thomas and all those other places in Chicago, uh, New York, Philadelphia, that sort of thing. And let's put them into these new homes here. They could only have pulled it off what they only pull it off with the help of China. Something happened within that economic stream that led into what happened in 20, 2008. Basically, they made bad bets thinking that this thing was going to last forever or this thing was going, some of them said it was going to fall. One succeeded, the other failed. And then the markets went like, okay, this is it. This is what it is. GameStop has 14,000 employees. Let me repeat myself so everybody can understand what I am trying to explain here and why we are in the mess that we're in right now. BlackBerry at one time had about maybe 25,000 employees. I am not sure. They had more than that. Maybe more, but I'm not sure. Nokia had a whole bunch. AMC employed 9,000. Maybe more than that. The reason why these hedge funds went after these particular companies is because the hedge funds needed to have these companies bankrupted. I'm going to tell you three stories. You are not going to hear these stories anywhere else. Some of it has been conjecture. But everything that Wall Street bets has figured out why the hedge funds are doing this to these companies 
has everything to do with the rumors and the supposed stories coming from, especially with AMC, concerning with these particular entities and what they have stated in turn. What I'm about to say is very, very dark for these three companies. And it is not a game. And I think that people need to recognize the, re the reality of the situation that we are in a much darker place in economics and in society than people can, can deal with. I am going to start with AMC. That's American Movie Theaters. I mean, American Movie Cinemas. There is an article from Blind Items on a website called Crazy Days and Nights that pretty much states that both Amazon and Netflix have colluded together to destroy Regal Theaters, AMC, and other movie theaters all across the country. This blind item was posted around several months before. Around during the time this pandemic was, a, was continuing and starting. So it happened around May of this year where that blind item started. There are articles to the inkling that this is taking place that both Netflix and Amazon entered into some sort of deal with a, with the AWS deal. It is my assertion that the reason why the hedge funds went after this particular stock, the AMC stock, is because they believe they can get them down to zero and get them to bankrupt and they will be able to then buy either Amazon or Netflix stock at a much higher premium from whatever winnings they got from betting that the AMC stock was down, they were being attacked. The fundamental thing problem is this. They were affected by, by the pandemic. This was not their fault that things closed down. It is not their fault that, um, that, um, Warner Brothers decided to do one uh, do uh, HBO Max one side and the regular feeders on the other. It is not their fault they made that decision. A lot of things they have made with the China deal and all the rest of it, they left China mostly. But there are deeper reasons for this. Netflix and Amazon is trying to push Hollywood into their direction instead of have playing fair with AMC and the rest of them. From the 300 million they were able to raise from that particular thing, they were able to raise it there. They weren't able to pay their debts, but they were able to get out of certain other things as well. 
on Monday or Tuesday, more money will be coming in as they realize that they have a, they have real estate, they have uh, employees, they're trying to get things COVID lot uh, compliant for the future. But they're going to have to build some way in order to bring people back into the theaters. But Netflix and Amazon were colluding together to destroy the business. That's something you need to think about. And the hedge fund people played that game in order to help Netflix and Amazon complete their plans. The hedge funds are the the ninjas of the fangs. Let me also explain why I say this when it comes to BlackBerry. BlackBerry had an OS, which is based on QNets, which is based on Minix, which is based on Unix. Unix and Linux. Um, Minix is the smaller version of Linux. Linux is the larger version. Minix is the smaller version. QNets is based off of an offshoot of Minix. QNets is the basic thing for the BlackBerry 10 platform. BlackBerry 10 platform existed between 2010 and 2015, which they still sort of run. I have a phone in the interest of in the interest of disclosure, I have a phone which has this BlackBerry 10 technology. The majority of the technology still works, even though it is now considered um, not crypto technology, but um, they call it another type of technology that is old, but still works. I don't have it in the top of my head, but that's the type of technology I'm using for that particular thing. It still works. Um, the phone still is in use. One of the reasons why BlackBerry lost a lot of respect is because of the issues with Saudi Arabia and the way they handled their systems concerning um, security and the rights of their of particular users when they're using um, their entities, as it were. They said to these particular companies that we would only accept Apple and we will only accept Android, but we will not accept BlackBerry because BlackBerry has certain things that are um, would be unfeasible, unworkable for a country that doesn't have the same types of freedoms that, say, Canada, which BlackBerry basically was based or the United States has. This is a continuing issue with security. They, in some terms, agreed with the Saudis, but the agreement with the Saudis was only for that particular state. 
But we, but this was way before the whole Khashoggi issue. We now know after the Khashoggi issue and the whole issues with Yemen and all the rest of it, that the Saudi Arabian government at that time were not, were not, are not necessarily wise partners. Let's put it in that simple terms when it comes to internet technologies and all the rest of it. And we are seeing now in the video game industry with SNK, with the way that um, the, the Saudi leader wants to get into that particular industry, both in the video game industry and all the rest of it, to become more of a progressive state for Saudi Arabia. But Saudi Arabia has still have issues with the ongoing wars that are going on in Yemen, the issues with Khashoggi, all the rest of it. <clears throat> when BlackBerry started the BlackBerry 10 programming, it was AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile that basically shut them out. They shut them out because... <clears throat> They weren't getting any money out of it. They were denying all sorts of things with this company. This was back in several years ago. Even though with the QNS technology is in the majority of vehicles, can already talk well to iPhone users and Android users. Even back then, you just plug it in, it works. There's air, there's successful air gaps in that technology. All of it works with the QNS technology. It's in the majority of your cars. And this helped BlackBerry to stay afloat. So this technology is in the majority of your cars as your entertainment systems. So the company has value. The new president, Chen, who took over later on, decided to move it to uh, Android if he could get it to be secure. He only got it to be somewhat secure, but not secure enough for this particular person's taste. But... Their older technologies still work. They were playing on the 64-bit system concerning the BlackBerry and a possible BlackBerry 15 OS system. But who's to say? BlackBerry is also trying to get back into the phone business at a, as a in a bigger form. And they have made announcements to that set, and they have said that they were going to build something in the United States. Anything with a third entity, such as Nokia, it still has a chance somewhat. Such as Nokia, and such as BlackBerry, anyone that gives another option for a third phone, phone entity, as it were. 
will hurt the iPhone and the Samsung Galaxy in ways that cannot be predicted. So the hedge fund managers are the ninjas of not only the fangs, but both of Apple and of Samsung to prevent Nokia and BlackBerry from ever having a chance. One reason I also say this is because Samsung has been trying to bring out this Tizen technology for almost five years. And we have not seen anything of Tizen. But BlackBerry, if they wanted to, and they still could, could go back and rebuild their QNS technology for their QNS phones. And they already had working versions of Facebook, working versions of Instagram, working versions of Snapchat with QNS directly, from the QNS thing directly, back in 2014. I mean, we have to discuss these issues. So they could bring back the technology back and make it work. That's the threat and that's the fear and that is why the hedge fund people tried to back them down further in order to make sure the other particular players stay alive in the game. The third one is GameStop. GameStop is a bit more insidious. <clears throat> Way more insidious than, than I dirt first thought. Remember I said that these hedge fund managers who went after these particular stocks are the ninjas of the larger form stocks. So it's economic and corporate warfare on an immense scale. GameStop is the reason why Google Stadia cannot get any traction because Google Stadia is not viable. And GameStop knows this. It will always be a Sony, a Microsoft, and a Nintendo. They know that. Unless there's a Sega that can prove itself, there's other entities that can prove themselves. GameStop is the only people that have, when it's available, the physical items of the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series S in their stores. The only ones. There's no other ones that have it there. All the other stores, you have to order it online. It's not possible to get it on that particular day. It's uh, it's overdone with said for the April, around April, 
of this year, there will be at least 15 stores each that will have at least a one PlayStation or one Xbox Series X. A PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series 5 in their stores. You can't say that in any other any of the other stores. You can't say that. GameStop is being attacked because it is trying to bring about Google Studios rise. That's what it is. It's being attacked because of that. There's another reason it's being attacked. Walmart, Amazon, and they do not want GameStop to get any traction because they have seen their sales go up when some of the stores in GameStop closed because of the pandemic issues. There were some things that GameStop didn't do right. And they have to change aspects of that. But the way they shorted the stock, it was to help Amazon. It was to help Amazon. It was not there to there. They were there to help Amazon to screw over GameStop. GameStop hires 14,000 people. They have certain things there that Amazon refuses to sell or cannot sell or don't want to sell. Outside of other places around the world, outside of other uh, uh, niche entertainment showrooms of, of that nature, they have the fun calls and they also have the good smiles on the same place, even though the good smiles cost a little bit of money. They're trying to turn it into a lifestyle brand, which may be coming into that which may come into that for at the end of the day it is the physical games people need to understand that there are people willing to pay hundreds of hundreds of dollars for physical games for dead systems so they are worth something. So the physical entities of these things are worth something. One of the things that are they people are about to witness and about to see with these games is that the older games are going to get even more expensive as technology tries to put as they try to add more stuff into these days and more stuff into the, into these um particular things, it is going to get prohibitively expensive to hold on to these to these particular games. And people are moving away from single player. They're going into other um particular entities. The older games are going to have are going to cost way more. The physical items are going to cost way, way more. And GameStop 
for time used to sell these particular products. It is going to become apparent to a lot of people that there are gems in that store. And it is worth way more than, say, what an Amazon or an eBay does because Amazon and eBay would front run on certain things and certain items will not be available or after a certain price will not cost will cost too much or is not in that particular purview as it were you gonna see some um, different changes and all these other things with these particular companies there are way more companies out there that have been short stripted it could have been that Toys R Us was done in the same way. These companies have been there for 20-something years, many of them for longer. But there are some very dark things, very dark days ahead. Because one of the things that we're going to see is that we're about to find out if certain members of the government had front run with Robin Hood. We're about to find out if these hedge funds are not as independent as we first thought. I just gave you three particular stories concerning this. Could it have been that the reason why BlackBerry is not the BlackBerry of the past is because of these hedge funds? Because BlackBerry of the Press is not the BlackBerry that we see today. It got owned by it's owned by a completely different company, and they were for, moved. To, they had to move to uh, Android. They had to move to all these other things as well. The situation with the Saudi Prince and a whole nine yards. And then we have GameStop and what it does and what it has and what it has been doing in this generation that has recently come up. Folks, you got to understand this is a much darker issue. Another thing that GameStop that, that we're also beginning to see is that the Internet can only do so much, especially with Comcast putting limitations on certain downloads in the future coming around in February, March, and April of this year. And later on this year, there will be some crimps in the system if they don't play with the last of the line, like uh, Sony and others are starting to do with Comcast, Cox, and other particular, and RCN, and other cable internet companies, ISPs, as it were. So we're going to have those physical games. But in another sense, it's a regional, and it's between urban and rural. The urbans have a little bit better connection than the rural. The rural will always need the physical. The urbans may live without it in some cases, but even with that, they still want a physical item. 
there are certain things that are done with these physical with physical entities that can't be done anywhere else. And a whole lot of and a whole host of other things. One of the things you're going to find, recognize and realize is that they cannot cover these shorts, these hedge funds. So as the price gets higher and the stocks get larger, stonks, we're going to come to a realization that they cannot cover those shorts. But you have to also understand, and I remind people again, the video game industry is larger than most of the sports industries combined, and they're not even in the stock market. So why wouldn't one of the particular games that pretty much focuses mostly on video games wouldn't be worth that much? They have been underpriced for years. The fair price for this particular company to be fair to everyone is $80, to be fair. Not 100 or something, but 80 It's not less than 40 It's at least 80 120 you can make a case, but it's at least $80 a share. I'm not a guy that does financial advice, so don't take it too personally if I'm saying it's the financial advice. All these companies have been short-strifted for years because they were attacked by these hedge funds, and these hedge funds got away scot-free from this particular, from Dodd-Frank, and now they're investigating the date the retail traders over this particular thing. I don't know what to tell y'all folks, but these are the three major stories that y'all not listening towards. And it should scare the shit out of you people that this is happening. It is very possible they might use this stock to prove a point to get them out of the business. But our government is going to continue to make the same mistakes they made with Dodd-Frank and Wall Street will still get a slap on the wrist for whatever, no matter whatever happens. And it is a damn shame It's a damn shame. It could be that we could see, like I said earlier, I thought, listen, when I did my predictions back, way, way back in 2018, saying that we were going to have an economic dislocation in 2020, this was without the information and the data we have now concerning hedge funds and all the rest of it. 
We did not have this data. We did not know that we're doing this to these companies. But now with the information that we have, especially with what has happened with GameStop and all these other companies and what they may have done in the past, back 20 years, 15 years, even during the 2008 crisis, even during the 2011 um, Occupy Wall Street issues. It is very, very possible that we're not going to just have a dislocation. Very possible. We could have a dislocation, hyperinflation, and then possible destruction of Wall Street. Possible. What is going to lead to is the fatal realization that we're going to have a problem, that a lot of people are going to have problems. And a lot of these things are not going to get fixed. And they refuse to fix them. And that is unfortunate. I wish that it wasn't the case. But that's the unfortunate truth of the matter. I want things to be better. I want things to be hopeful. But there is no hope. And basically what this also states to me that in one sense, the government trying to prevent, to pre, to protect these ninjas of the fangs pretty much states that the fangs pretty much run this country ship to stern. They'll never stop anything done. They'll never stop it. What is going to happen is, is that we're going to see that our country, our societies, all these other things as it, as it were, we're moving towards something of the nature of the TOS. There's terms of service situation, terms of service government. We're moving towards that end. Because, and the way that the government has protected the fangs showcases this. I don't see any way out of it unless there are competitors to these particular entities. That is what also this thing also showcases. We need competitors to these entities. Competitors that are willing to protect our privacy and all the rest of it. But if we're not willing to have that, we're in bigger trouble than you people can realize and pull out. It's dark. It's really dark, but there is light in the end of the tunnel. And at least with the knowledge known today, we can figure out ways to solve these problems but I don't think they'll be solved the way you think she should be solved. It may be that these, this is a part of all the other systems and ways that things that have been done in this country have to be destroyed so something new can come out of the ground. That's all I got to say about that subject. So right now, they're just trying to see if they can get out the money by Monday. 
and they're trying to see how much they have to pay all the all the day if they decide to sell the market, if they decide to sell their shares. They and there could be other things that could be done as well. So for right now, the options call has been made. Money has been pushed out. There will be a snowstorm later on today. Uh, later on on Monday, delay the thing. We'll see what happens. So, thank you for listening. Um, February 9th will be part two of the rational male religion and positive masculinity. I look into those two books. This is Novid Hollerbeck. We will see you guys later on. Take care, and we'll see you guys soon.